The readings for Sunday, June 17th, the fourth Sunday of Ordinary Time. 1 Samuel 15, 34-16:13. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house in Jebeah of Saul. Samuel did not see Saul again until the day of his death, but Samuel grieved over Saul, and the Lord was sorry that he made Saul king over Israel. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve over Saul? I have rejected him from being king over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and set out. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Samuel said, How can I go? If Samuel hears of it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do. And you shall anoint for me the one whom I named you. Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the cities came to meet him, trembling, and said, Do you come peaceably? And he said, Peaceably I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they came, he looked at Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is now before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as mortals see, for they look on outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by, and he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, but he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. He sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, Rise and anoint him, for he, this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David. From that day forward, Samuel then set, set out and went to Ramah. Psalm 20 The Lord answer you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your victory and the name of our God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord will help his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories by his right hand. Some take pride in chariots and some in horses, 
but our pride is in the name of the Lord our God. They will collapse and fall, but we will rise and stand upright. Give victory, O King, O Lord. Answer us when we call. 2 Corinthians 5, 6-17 So we are always confident, even though we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. And yes, we do have confidence, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So, whether we are at home or away, we will make it our aim to please Him. For all of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may receive recompense for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we try to persuade others. But we ourselves are well known to God, and I hope that we are also well known to your consciences. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you an opportunity to boast about us so that you will be able to answer those who boast in the outward appearance and not in the heart. For if we, for if we beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ urges us on because we are convinced that one has died for all, therefore all have died. But he died for all, so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. And see, everything has become new. Mark four twenty-six to 34 He also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise day and night and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, and then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It's like a mustard seed, which, when sown in the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let's go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him.